Welcome to the Glenelg Cop Conserme podcast, a podcast giving you an insight to what happens behind the acronym GHCMA. Hi, I'm Liz Meacham. In this series, we're having a look at what a catchment management authority does, and we're going to try and give you an insight to how we're protecting and enhancing the land, the waterways, and the biodiversity of the Glenelg Hopkins region around southwest Victoria. In today's podcast, we meet the 2021 Victorian Landcare Award Individual Award winner, Don Rowe from Maroona. Don is a local landholder, community member and leading land carer in the Upper Hopkins area around Ararat. He's been involved with the Landcare Group since it began 30 years ago, but even before the Landcare Group was formalised, Don was actively carrying out Landcare work on his own farm, transforming it from windswept paddocks to an agricultural landscape with biodiversity corridors. Don grew many of the plants from seed he collected and he pioneered the use of direct seeding to sow large areas of Indigenous trees. As a school teacher, he was also pretty quick to get kids out into the paddock planting trees to begin the education about the importance of land care early. And now, most exciting for his grandkids, he has a trophy for tree planting. But his key message to other landholders is, just start planting. Can you just introduce yourself and tell me who you are and where we are? (laughs) Uh, Hello, I'm uh, Don Rowe. I'm a landholder just uh, the other side of Maroona with a a view to the Grampians. Uh, We've been on that farm for about a bit over 20 years and before that we had a a small farm towards Tattyoon. And most of the time I've been a teacher, but now I'm retired. So teaching... Not just in the classroom, I hear. You also try to teach people about land care and tree planting and looking after where you are. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been doing that all the time. Yeah. Um, especially trying to get the students involved in land care and I took a lot of kids out tree planting. Um, and you've got to start there. I've got my grandchildren out planting trees. Yeah, uh, good start. <laughs> a good activity for, to yes. get everyone outside. Yeah, that's right. Now, we're talking to you because you've won a Landcare Award, which is very exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. It's a bit of recognition for all of the things that you've done because Landcare isn't something you've just started doing, is it? <laughs> no, no. I've always been interested in conservation, so Landcare was an obvious uh, adjunct to that when it came along, um, uh, right from when I first started teaching up in the Dandenongs, which was a very environmentally conscious area, that probably got me first involved in in uh, growing trees and planting trees. And when I first got my, my block of land, we certainly needed trees in the Western District. Um, wild winds from the southwest, and certainly need windbreaks. That was the first uh, impetus to put trees in was get some windbreaks for the sheep. And so that's how it really started, that bit of not just sort of animal conservation and land conservation. That's right. Um, As most people would be aware, a lot of the area has been cleared, so we need to put trees back. And the obvious place is where the prevailing winds are coming from for a start. 
after a while we soon learnt that uh, we've got to improve the habitat as well. Um, so like they've been doing a lot more of that, block planting and variety of trees. And I learnt to grow trees way back uh, when I first started teaching and I've been doing it ever since. So now so I grow all my own trees. Well that was my next question. You grow all your own trees that you're planting? Yeah, certainly do now. We know yep. I've got the time. I've got a hot house and propagating bed and trying to grow a few more interesting species now. now yep. I've got the time. Yeah. So do you know how many trees you've planted? No, no, no hope. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on our farm, we'd be well over 15% planted to trees, and there was none at the start. Wow. So it would be over 15%. That was the aim. Yep. I'm sure it's over that by now. Uh, bare hills we, we bought, and we started planting trees straight away um, with a few grants from here and there to get us started yep but now I can do it all myself so and so you would notice a huge difference like if you've started with bare hills yep. and now you've got 15% coverage it wouldn't just be the trees that's different is it like you would notice an improvement no. generally in the landscape that's right yeah probably the birds are the first things you do notice that yesterday we had a bird we hadn't seen before around the house so those sort of things keep you going. Yep. And just driving around here, as you might have seen, all the hills around this area have been planted by, or helped plant by our land care group over yep. the last 30 years. And our land care group has transformed the area around here, especially among, along the hills, compared with what it was 30 years ago. Yeah. You can just see it by driving around. And that would be quite pleasing yeah, to now. see. Not not yeah. wanting to age you, Don, but <laughs> <That's right. laughs> like you've seen it change over the course of how long? So you've... Well, the land, been, been, land care group's been going 30 years. There were a few people planting trees before then. Um, so they were really, really good to follow because they made a few mistakes and we've, we tried to improve from what they did. But... Then when Landcare got going and there was a bit of money coming into Landcare, we really got a lot of people interested and now you can see the benefit all around this area. It's uh, really good to see. Yeah. So what do you think your biggest learning has been? Is it just something like just start or uh, start with a plan or is there, what's, what's your biggest? Yeah, probably get going. Um, my brother-in-law's advice was that. So it doesn't matter what you do when you're young plant your trees because they grow and then you can learn from them as you grow. As they grow, you grow. So even if you make mistakes, they're good to look at. And now we're older, we can enjoy them. So it's really good. And the next generation is enjoying them and some of them are really going ahead with it as well. Yeah. And so on your farm, your species mix that you're putting into your blocks now, how has that changed? Did you just start with a standard gum tree or like what no, are you mixing now into your well, species? By the time we got there, we knew that we had to try and replicate what was there, so we just used Indigenous seed. And I do just about all my uh, planting from seed. Started with a lot of direct seeding, which uh, worked really well. We might have been lucky, but we just collected our own seed and direct seeded it all around the boundary lines. And very lucky it was successful. It doesn't always work. But that would be one thing I would like to see more of is a lot more direct seeding because it's so easy. And relatively 
less labour intensive yeah. than having school kids out trying to get them to put tree guards on. <laughs> That's right. And then the tree guards blow away and the kangaroos knock them over. Um, you obviously got to do uh, put trees in individually in certain places, but where you can direct seed them, it's the way to go for sure. Yep. As I can show anyone if they come to my place. Yeah. <laughs> and you're happy to share that knowledge now? Yeah. Like oh, for sure. That's something that you're quite passionate about is it just sharing yeah. what you've learned yeah that'd be great for if people to come to our place and see what we've done there's some areas where i direct seeded and i didn't think it worked and a couple of years later i said oh look at that there's a heap of trees in there so it's easy to do and you get surprisingly good results and you get a species mix and it doesn't look too uh, uh what's the word staged Yes. <laughs> Does it just look like the rose? Because yeah. once upon a time there was that idea that you planted everything in very yeah. strict rows and things like that. That's right. Yeah. It was probably for windbreaks, but uh, yeah, no, we don't do that anymore. We try not to. Yeah. And so planting that 15% of your farm, two trees, it was obviously still a productive farm because I guess that's the thing that a lot of people puts them off by saying oh well I can't give up that much land yeah. but obviously it, it can work hand in hand with a commercial farming operation. Yeah well, I need to point out that we were teachers so it's not a, a fully productive farm it's, it's uh, 650 acres or 250 hectares of hilly country uh, but we're certainly running more sheep now than we did when we first got it through pasture improvement so way more sheep than we were and we've planted out hills to and fence lines to a heap of trees so you can do both yeah for sure yeah and I guess that's um we are currently sitting at a grasslands field day there are a lot of farmers turning up to see how to improve their grasslands and how land care can work on a commercial property is that quite different to when land care started like when you first yep. got involved 30 years ago there wouldn't have been 50 people at a land care field day then. <laughs> no, no, and most people were spraying out their grassland. So not everyone's doing that now. It's really good. But the worry is the increase in cropping in the Western District. So I'm sure the grasslands are under pressure. Um, so field days like this are essential. And as, as you said, it's great to see a lot of people here. I hope there's a lot of farmers here and not on their tractors. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's the only worry. Um, yeah, we had a really good field day the other day looking at wetlands and the same thing. We've really got to preserve our wetlands. So, Do you think that attitude's changed since uh, you first came? Like yeah, the, the sure. attitude towards looking after grasslands and looking after the natural kind of geography yeah. that we find here in the Western District? Yeah, for sure. But it's sort of, uh, what's the word, it's dichotomous. There's some people who are passionate and some people just hate land care, which I can't understand. But there's quite a big uh, landowner in our, in our area who has fantastic grasslands, but he won't even talk to us. So um, we've got to deal with that. And hopefully the next generation might have a different attitude. Yeah. And are you finding that there's some younger people coming through? And when we say younger, I suppose in farming, that means they're perhaps 40 yeah. or 45. But yeah. getting is there that younger yeah. group starting to come through? Yeah. That's happening in our land care group. We've yep. now got all the executive uh, around the 40-year-old mark. They're the the next generation so I didn't think that was going to happen but it has happened so we're really pleased about that yep um, which gets back to land care and I was a bit worried about accepting this award 
being an individual award because land care isn't really an individual pursuit. But land care does rely on a few passionate people to keep them going. Yeah. And that's where we've been lucky with our group. Yeah. And an individual award recognises what you've done over a long period of time. It must feel a little bit nice to think that what you've done yep. is, is being recognised. Yeah, no, I was very surprised because I wouldn't be out of the ordinary in Victoria, that's for sure. I was very surprised. There'd be a lot of people doing exactly what I've done or more, but uh, I have done a lot and it's really uh, gratifying and my grandchildren are really pleased and they're really happy that you can get a trophy from planting trees. Yeah, well, there is that. <laughs> Not that is a sport. You can get a trophy from planting trees. That that might be Lancare's next marketing thing. <laughs> get, yeah. get a trophy for planting trees. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was a ripper. Yeah, no, that is that is excellent. Well, yeah. thank you for sitting right. on a tree trunk and having a chat. We'll um, yep. we'll go and have a wander around some grasslands and see how people are looking after them in a few different species that are floating yep. around here. That'd be good. Excellent. So Don Rowe really does exemplify the type of person that you can often find in regional land care groups. He's a passionate and active landholder, a community member who's always willing to share his learnings and failures just to make sure that the people coming along behind him can achieve even more, both individually and as a community group. Now, if you would like to learn more about the CMA and see what projects we have on the go and what funding might be around there are a number of ways that you can do that. You can check out our website at ghcma.vic.gov.au or you can follow us on social media. We're Glenelg Hopkins CMA on Facebook and ghcma on Instagram and Twitter. My thanks to Don for sitting down on a tree stump with me today and having a conversation about what he's learned over the last 30 or 40 years of doing land care. The 2021 Victorian Land Care Awards are delivered by the Victorian Government as part of the Land Care Australia's State and Territory Land Care Awards. The 2021 Victorian Land Care Awards are proudly supported by the Australian Government's National Land Care Program, Australian Community Media, KPMG Australia, Steadfast, Woolworths, the Victorian Farmers Federation and Landcare Victoria Incorporated. Thanks for listening.